Designer's Journey podcast. Please input coordinates for destination. Flight commences in three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Designer's Journey podcast a show where we talk all things related to building a successful and fulfilling career as a graphic designer. I am your host, Mark Mendoza, and today we'll be touching on the topic of how to actually become a professional graphic designer in your chosen industry. So what inspired this episode, and actually this entire show, was that I recently met up with a friend who is not a designer, but I haven't seen him in a while. And as we were catching up, he asked me, how did I manage to make a career out of my two favorite things, soccer and design? And before that, in another of my two favorite things, fashion and design. And then also getting to freelance in another of my two favorite things, music and design. Because he told me he was struggling to get into anything he was remotely interested in and felt no love for the work he was doing. And honestly, at that point, I started retracing my steps in my head. I started thinking about all the things that helped push me forward, but also remembered all the things that I had done that really didn't help at all. And I had this thought about how I wish I could go back to my 10-year-old self while I was sitting in my room back in South Florida, drawing sneakers and soccer badges, and just show up and hand them a piece of paper with instructions of what I needed to do in order to make all those things a reality. And obviously, that's not possible. So the next closest thing I can do is share these things with you guys and hopefully help push you guys a little bit closer to where you want to be. I really like Dave Ramsey and his concept of the baby steps because it gives you actionable steps on how to reach what he calls financial peace. He starts from step zero and works up. And that's also how I'm going to present my graphic designer's version of this as well. We'll start from the beginning, which is to develop some base skills through education and practice. And just so we're clear, education doesn't only mean going to university and getting a degree. It also isn't just going on YouTube and learning how to use Photoshop and Illustrator. What I mean about getting educated is to learn design theory and the tools that you need to produce the work. So make sure you have an understanding of design principles, color theory, typography, and of course, the software that you'll be using. Different ways to learn these things are obviously to go to school by reading books on these topics, doing online courses, or by finding someone that's willing to teach you all these things. While you're learning all this, You'll also want to make sure you get the chance to practice and train your eye and production skills. What you'll want to do is break down designs and understand why it was designed in that specific way. Recreate different things you see so you understand the production process behind it. Just make sure you don't pass it off as your own ideas. Start working on things that interest you. Dabble in different aspects of design. Really be curious and try to do different things and see What really feels enjoyable to you? What topics or industries in design really catch your attention? Do cheap projects. I'm a big believer of getting paid to learn. And once you have some design-based skills, you can start getting paid to create things for others. You'll also get the chance to work on things you may not have thought about doing yourself. Doing things for cheap also allows you to work on low-risk projects for clients while still developing your skills. Once you know the fundamentals of design and start consistently practicing to improve your skills, The next thing you'll want to do is to start creating opportunities for yourself. You'll actually do this again through education and practice, but you'll also add networking this as well. At this point, you'll want to learn about the different roles a graphic designer plays in different companies, the hierarchy structure in different businesses and departments, especially in creative businesses 
or creative departments. It's important to know these things because you'll have an opportunity to know who you're talking to and what they do when you start networking. Start learning about the specific industry you're interested in. Whether it's fashion, sports, music, beauty, video games, whatever you're interested in, start dabbling and understanding a little of the business side. Because businesses are created to make money, and in order for you to be successful in that industry, you have to understand how your role is helping make more money. As you're learning all these things, you'll also want to start building your portfolio with your best and most relevant work. So all those client projects you worked on for practice, unless they had to do with the industry or work you're interested in pursuing, don't put them in there. Instead, you'll want to work on personal projects that involve topics or ideas of things directly dealing with that industry or work you want to do for a living. Once you have your portfolio and have a base knowledge about the world of graphic design and being a graphic designer, you also want to go out and start networking. At this point, you really just want to start practicing how to get yourself out there and meeting people. So go to different networking events, business mixers, or any other place that allows you to meet other professionals. Start building relationships. The best part about this is that at this point in your journey, you're not really looking to make that jump or capitalize on your social currency. So you won't be coming off as too salesy or desperate or needy. You'll need to actually build genuine connections and relationships that are actually going to be the catalyst into taking the next step forward. It's time to pursue going pro. And do you know how we'll do that? Through education, practice, and networking. So pretty much a continuation of what you do when you're creating opportunities for yourself. So what you'll be looking to learn this time is more about the specific industry, the business models, the roles everyone plays to push that industry forward. Who are other designers in that industry? What does a typical day look like in that industry? What do salaries in this industry look like for graphic designers? What type of design work will you be expected to work on? All these things are things you want to learn. At the same time, as you're learning these things, you'll want to work on adding and substituting work in your portfolio. You want to continue adding better and more relevant work. You also want to work on your own branding and professional presentation. The last thing you'll do is network. This time, though, you're going to be a little bit more strategic and specific about the networking events that you go to. Firstly, you want to go to networking events that are specific to your industry, which if you did your research, you'll actually know which ones they are. Second, you'll also want to go to networking events where there are other creative professionals. Go meet people, build connections, and again, genuine relationships. Let people know who you are, what you do, and possibly even show them your work. Just don't be too salesy about it. This network that you're currently building is going to be key into getting your foot through the door. A big part of this process, though, is to be patient. Trust in yourself and your skills, but at the same time, improve your work and build your network. What do you do if you made it up to this point and still haven't become a professional designer in the industry you want to be in? Well, here are a couple of things you can do while you continue to build your portfolio and network. Look for internships. Internships are usually easier to get into, and it's a really great way to meet and network with other professionals in that industry. And a lot of the times, these internships actually end up turning into full-time jobs. Or you can actually start working in a low-barrier entry-level job in that specific industry. It doesn't have to be design or creative-related, but this allows you to start getting real-world experience in that specific industry and you also get to start to meet people and build relationships within that company, which will make it easier to transition into a design role when possible. Also, not my first option, but you can also apply to design jobs in your chosen industry or not in your chosen industry. The reason why I'm not a big fan of this is because applying to jobs without a connection to that company sometimes gets you nowhere. Even though you may be the best candidate for the job, you might not even get a callback. 
I just think the percentages are lower, especially if you want to get into a company with a lot of candidates. Also, if you're just applying to design jobs in any industry, even if you have no interest in them, if you do get the job, you'll essentially be building portfolio work that will land you other opportunities in that same industry. And before you'll know it, you'll be stuck in that same industry for years doing work that you do not like. And unless you continue to update your portfolio and network on your own personal time, it's going to be a little bit hard, especially when you're coming home from work from a place that you just feel drained to be in. And you just might not have the willpower to do that. So it starts becoming difficult. So with that being said, I want to conclude this episode and hopefully I shared something that could help you on your journey. I would also love to connect with you. So give me a follow on Instagram at Mendo Creative. I'll put the link in the description and until next time, thanks for listening.